Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. My dear brothers and sisters, on this blessed day, the birthday of Imam Hussain alayhi salam, we gather, we gather to celebrate the timeless legacy of a man who fearlessly sacrificed everything for what he knew to be right. Imam Hussain alayhi salam broke free from the chains of fear and instead allowed the love of Allah, the love of his creator to guide him through the journey that was difficult for any human being ever to have set foot on earth. To illustrate this concept, let me sketch a scene of an old grandfather holding the newborn baby in his hands envisioning the future that lay ahead while he knew that this innocent child will one day be killed will one day be surrounded by hounds will one day his throat will be slitted will one day have nothing for to drink so that his tongue will have thorns in it yet yet the grandfather or the mother or the father or the brother or the child himself did not back off from the message that they were going to take forward. They did not back away from the fear that was about to happen because of their love and faith in Allah, because of their commitment to the message. This was, this was the household of the Prophet this was the household of the Ahlabayt alayhi salam. This was Sayyida Fatima Zara, Amir al-Mu'mineen Ali ibn Abi Talib, Imam Hassan, Imam Hussain, accompanied by their leader, Rasul Khuda, Muhammad Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Fear, my dear brothers and sisters, is a common thing. It's something that we all experience, whether it is the fear of loss, fear of the unknown, fear of failure. There are tons and tons of fears that we endure and experience every single day. It can hold us back from reaching our true potential. But imagine a moment. Think about a moment when you are able to conquer this fear, when you are able to break the chains of fear and are able to unleash your true potential that takes you to a level that you have never comprehended before. However, in order to accomplish that goal, we need to realize where does this fear concept comes from. The fear itself comes from the love of this life, the love for our properties, our wealth, our families, our status, our power, all of these things applying differently to different people are the causes of fear. Because once you start loving the possessions of this world, the ornaments, the attractions of this world, you start fearing from the loss of these attractions and we forget at that time that Allah Almighty is our provider and that he is always watching over us yet we forget that because our companion 
the great whisperer, the great deceiver, Satan, uses fear as a weapon against us to hold us back from reaching our true potential, from paths, from following the path of righteousness. Only by breaking free from these chains, only by breaking the idol of fear, we can re- we can reach our potential. Let me give you an example of a person who goes to work, really good, intelligent person, but because of the fear of unknown, that person has the ability to become a CEO of a company, but because of the fear of unknown, that person does not leave his job till he is 40 or 50 or 55, assuming that not knowing that what will happen in another job. As a result, he is never able to conquer his fear and take it to the next level. My dear brothers and sisters, while we need to break from the fear, we must also recognize that the power of fear and love of God is the most powerful experience and power that we can have in this world. And why would I say that? Because God, Allah, is the only sustainer, is the only creator, is the true master. And once we have conquered all other fears because of the fear of Allah, because we know that all of our actions the consequences and the results of those actions are with the all-powerful, almighty. We will never be concerned about all the other fears that come into the life. This interplay of fear and love is like nothing else that happens in this world. Imam Ali has said, when a human fears something, they run away from that thing. But when they fear Allah, they drop towards Allah. This is because the fear of Allah is not based on his punishment only. It's based on the respect, it's based on the love, it's based on the marifa and the knowledge of who that creator is. The life of Imam Hussain exemplifies this interplay of love and fear of Allah to the best possible extent. He understood this concept and guided his life according to this concept. Though he lost everything, he lost his family, he lost all the things that he cherished or a regular person would cherish in this life. But today he provides hope to the hopeless. He provides direction to the directionless. He provides strength to the fearful. Because he broke the chains of the worldly love and the fear of the worldly things, he allowed the love of God and the fear of God guide him towards the destiny that he has achieved. Now, some may argue that we cannot achieve this because we are not at the stature of Imam Hussain or his companions or his family member who were superior human beings. But let me ask you this question, a very simple question. Dear brothers and sisters, can you tell me how did the name and the events of Imam Hussain have reached us? He was martyred in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the desert, miles or thousands of miles away from any major population center. And and the people who were there 
they were willing to kill him they were willing to take over everything they were willing to end the lineage of the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam but yet his name survived his message survived how did it survive it survived because there were people who had the love of Ahl-e-Bayt and they feared Allah. And without the consideration of what was happening by the tyrants who were killing the Shias and Sadat and using the blood of the Shias and Sadat to build their castles, they did not think about them. Rather, they took the message of Imam Hussain and the event of Karbala and took it to every part of the world wherever they went they took it from their generation to the next generation they took it from the next generation to the following generation and before that before them it was the weak and oppressed sisters of imam hussain the weak and oppressed son of imam hussain the only living person of bani hashim ali ibn hussain zainul abideen who took this message and took it to every place so that this message survived. It was that fear of Allah and love for the message of Imam Hussain not for the fear of the world. They broke the chains of the fear of the world and that's why they were able to orate, they were able to speak in the public even when the enemy was surrounding them, even in the court of Jazid, the worst of the oppressors who had just killed the entire family of Sayyidah Zainab, she stood up and gave the sermon. Imam Zainal Abidin, he stood up and gave the sermon without fearing about anything because they knew someone else had all the power therefore my dear brothers and sisters now it is our responsibility to continue this legacy and i say this our responsibility the people who are living in 21st century not only those people especially those people who are living in the society where they can talk freely where they don't have to worry about their lives or their families or their sustenance or their livelihood. They have the power to speak. Their governments have the power to make a difference. And those people have special responsibility to make a difference, to break the chains of fear. Let me give you two examples for people who live in this societies. One example that tangible action that these people should take is to expose those is to expose those breakers of the covenant of the land of Ghadir when the prophet took the hand of the Pro- of imam ali and asked everyone to commit to his vilaya but the usurpers gave back the way on the promise and did not commit to the promise and it was for this particular covenant that Sayyida Fatima Zahra came to the court, made an argument, reminded the people that they were doing wrong. At that time, Imam Hussain, roughly six years old, saw her mother, saw his mother coming to the court and making the argument, reminding people that they broke the covenant. And it's our responsibility in this society where we are free to remind the billions of muslims out there that there are people who broke the covenant that was made with the prophet 
you cannot you cannot revere these people whether they became the first or second or third caliphs and then the second example is example of the usurpation of the holy land of hijaz for 100 years the satanic household of saud has taken over hijaz they closed hajj they have spent billions of dollars recently to bring satanic tools, entertainment, media into the holy lands. And these people have not spent a dime for the 3.1 million children who die every year of hunger and malnutrition. They do not deserve to be the custodians of the two holy shrines. They do not deserve to be the custodians of Hijaz. And that's another thing that the people who live in these societies who are free, they should raise their voice and not let this issue lie down. For 100 years, they've taken advantage of the people who have kept quiet. No more. We cannot let this happen. We cannot let someone who closed Hajj for billions of Muslims, get away with that. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, we must remember that our fear and love must be with Allah. And everything else will fall into place. This is a promise that Allah has made. If you have taqwa, if you fear Allah, if you consider Allah in everything that you do, everything else will fall in place. Therefore, we must Get the courage to stand up for what is right, even in the face of fear. And we must realize that it is not only through just actions that we can do it. It is through our faith, through our love for Ahlul Islam and the modifying the fear of Allah that we can accomplish truly great things and be free from the fear of this world. So let us ask ourselves, are we content with the world as it is? Or will we rise and make a change? Let us pray to Allah on this auspicious occasion. Let us pray to Almighty God on this blessed occasion. Let us ask Allah to give us the strength to make a difference in the world, to not be deceived by the great deceiver, to not be afraid of the great tyrants, to not be confused by the great Satan, rather be very focused, very focused, break the chains of fear, break the idol of fear, break the curtains of fear, and reach our true potential. In this world, and the hereafter. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa